We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Little Legends Podcast is a Prediction Esports production. Support us by subscribing to the Prediction Esports Podcast channel on your favorite podcast provider. Hey guys, welcome back to Little Legends Podcast. Episode number 26. I am your host, Blevins. Joining me as always is Boop. What's up, buddy? Hey, guys, and welcome to uh, episode 26 of the Little Legends Podcast. One of these days, we're going to get the morning DJ radio out of there. You'd think so, but I've been doing it for 197 episodes on High Noon Podcast. So I think mm. we're uh, many, many episodes away from getting the morning DJ out. But. <laughs> We can get the morning DJ out, but we can also get the Wonder Mellow in as she is our guest here. That's professional podcasting right there. Taking something completely off topic and bringing it back and then <laughs> explaining and lauding yourself for doing so. Welcome, Wonder Mellow, to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here and talk about TFT. Yes, we are going to be talking about TFT, because uh, that is the game that we know and love. And I, I promise everyone, we have show notes this week. Last week was in the, last week, Boop and I were in our experimental phase. We were like the <laughs> the the Beatles with going and doing the whole like experimental. You, you, like you know when you like when you like plan a trip with your friends drunk. Right. And yeah. you're like, let's go to Tijuana. Um, last episode was our Tijuana. Yes, it was our Tijuana. So we, we, we know what a 12 is. And so now we're going to we're going to bring it back. Yes. We're going to we're going to bring it back. It's going to be way more structured. We'll have at least it was just a super slow week that week. Yeah. Well, now we're going to have 24 more episodes with notes. And then we'll on episode 50, we'll have something even crazier, um, which is going to be which is just going to be absolutely fantastic. But. 
before we're going to be talking about TFT, new patch, some news that we got from Mort Dog, which is very exciting. We're going to be talking to mm. Wonder Mellow specifically about her experiences on the show G2 Making the Squad. Talk a little bit about that for you guys who, for those of you who watch that. But first, just a little bit of housekeeping that I will, I will. I don't know why I put that accent on it. I will run through very quickly here. Of course, guys, you know, we are a prediction esports podcast, P-R-E-D-I-C-T-I-O-N podcast. Make sure you're following them and subscribe to them on iTunes. We did get a new review this week on iTunes, which I will read at the end of the show. Um, but if you guys haven't left a review on iTunes already, please do. It does help us out a ton. Speaking of helping us out a ton, you can help us out by going to patreon.com slash little legends podcast. All of the support helps as we are planning new stuff. We have uh, our T-shirts right now, uh, which the link will be in the show notes. If you want to get the ready for battle T-shirts, I I said that as if it were a button that I pressed, but it was actually just me doing it. But I think I have the button ready for battle. I do have the button ready. (laughs) I literally, Uh, (laughs) I I refuse, refuse to play lights because of you. Ready for ready. I I know it's good, but every time I hear it, I go. Ready, ready, ready for battle. Yeah. Um, Everyone gets a hearty chort- chortle, and I hate you for it. <laughs> a hearty, a hearty yorgle, which only the pre-show uh, listeners will know what that is. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, you can you can pick up those shirts in the link below. Uh, the design by humans uh, link is in the description below. But if you guys are wondering why. It's so funny that I'm spamming the ready for battle and the jacks and all that. It's because of game night, which we have every Friday. You can go to discord.me slash little legends podcast to play in it. Wonder Mellow, you have been a frequent uh, player yes. of game night. And uh, I'm sure you will uh, talk about how much you absolutely despise us and wish that we didn't do it anymore. <laughs> um, but we'll keep that to the end of the show. And But if you want to watch the broadcast you watch the past ones you can watch uh as we're playing you can go to twitch.tv slash giant slayer tv as we are partnered with them for game night okay that's enough of me <laughs> rambling on about that let's talk about our guest here wonder mellow for those of us out there our our listeners out there who aren't familiar with you give us a little bit of a background on who you are and uh, what brought you to TFT? Um, my name is Katie. I am a senior marketing student in my last semester of university. So almost free. Nice. Freelancer, by the way. I started in Shadowverse, where I actually did a PAX East stage show. I did casting. I did some hosting. I actually did some podcasting back in the day. And it was a really good learning experience. And I always was a huge card game player. I played Card Fight Vanguard uh, in high school. I played Future Card Buddy Fight. I played a whole lot of different things. Magic the Gathering, I was also very into for a while after I was into Shadowverse because I was really big into card games. Mm-hmm. And I always never wanted to play League because I heard of all these toxic things and it's all I had true, a pride <laughs> that I never downloaded the client, but then I heard about TFT and the auto battler genre. And I thought, huh, I like strategy games. I like card games. I might as well try this. And honestly, I like it more than card games. And I was so <laughs> surprised. It made me even try regular League of Legends, which is actually all right. It's <laughs> decent. And I'm like, 
my mind is blown to this new experience <laughs> in this new community. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I took a, let's see, I think I played in 2010 was when I was playing League of Legends before. So I took a almost 10 year hiatus from League of Legends and now have actually come back and I'm mostly playing AR. Wow. Uh, Boop can attest to just how awful I am at the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah um do you want me to do you want me to <laughs> do you want me to list details on your on your experience? He's out of position constantly he doesn't know anything about <laughs> itemization he, all he's doing is playing with the soundboard he's not even looking at the screen are you gonna get any kills if you're not looking at the screen when you're just true. using your ears to listen to your soundboard man i am grumpy today you talk about something you know i hate because well, you're gonna get a fire playing, response me playing league is something that you hate so much. um Ooh, although i was ordering. really good with with maokai i was pretty well i was good yeah. in that specific game yeah. with maokai well to kind of like bring it back to tft i'm I, <laughs> i'm very very curious to see what the consistent player base uh, is of league of legends now versus what it was like a year ago because mm-hmm. i wonder how many people tft did bring in to league of legends because honestly that's probably what their main focus was right uh, let's yeah. bring all these people back get them into league of legends again right because for for me i've been playing league on and off ever since I found out about it, like eight or nine years ago when Darius came out. And um, I've always considered it like the worst X in the world, right? You like break up from time to time, but then you think, oh, wait, maybe things have changed. Maybe they're better. Maybe, you know what I mean? And then Mm -hmm. every so often, like you'd go back and you're like, nah, or you'd like do it for like a year and the whole time you're like, I shouldn't be here, (laughs) right? But all of a sudden, uh, I don't know what it was, but about like two or three years ago, like they really started hitting their stride. And then mm-hmm. when TFT came out, there are like peak Riot games at that point, the 10 year anniversary yes. and, you know, all this other stuff. It's just uh, really cool, really cool to see all these people coming back. My friends list, seeing names that I haven't seen in years yeah. because of TFT. That's that's really cool. Well, it's like you both kind of left and went your separate ways for a while. They had a kid, yep. and now you're both different people. You're, yeah, you're and now we're just friends. Yeah. You know, yeah. like yeah. we're adults, and we can we can be friends and co-parent together. You know, <laughs> which the child is my wallet. Uh, okay, uh, good analogy. Uh, okay, I I was I was wondering where that was going, and I got it. Um, I like it. That's uh, that's great uh, for an introduction there. Uh, Wondermelon and, and Boop. Maybe we have some things to talk about, man. Like if we need to, if we need to, we need to decompress. We need to talk about something. It's okay. <laughs> we can we can do it off stream. It's all it's all right. We can, we'll we'll get to the core. Of the- <laughs> did, did someone hurt you, Boop? <laughs> oh, I'm so- what a loaded answer yes um well within the last i'm just i'm just kidding (laughs) Uh, Uh, bonus content on the (laughs) (laughs) happy bonus content where boop works through his problems yes with with professor blev that would be it that would probably be a legal nightmare um but let's try man we are going off the rails and that's fine but we're gonna get back on the rails a little bit and talk about our week's in TFT Wondermella, we'll start with you. How was your how was your week? How's your grind been going? Uh so far I got from platinum three back to platinum one. Nice fully rain. And hopefully I'll get to diamonds by Thursday stream. That's the plan. I was a plat one before and then I demoted. So I hope this next patch will be very nice to me. I've been finding mostly actually a lot of mages working. Mm. Uh, whenever I try for Zerkers, 
I lose. So mm. I don't go Zerkers anymore, even though, even when I get an early Volley Bear. Mm. Yeah, Berserkers were one of my mainstays and just haven't uh, haven't really been working out as much for me. Boop, anything, uh, any fun or exciting or interesting games for you this week? Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> but you said that as a joke, but I actually did ask. <laughs> I'm getting metagamed um, here. Uh, you know, I like adding things in where it's like, if you listen to most of the episodes, you start realizing things that like we re- you, you know, like the thanks for asking thing. Anyway, um, those are the types of things that really tickle my fancy. Anyways, um, back to the match. Uh... Why is my brain working the way it currently is? Okay, so my week in TFT was great, actually. I got promoted four divisions. Uh, we're working wow. our way back up. Yeah, we're working our way back up. Uh, to the top of plat, and uh, nice. it, it's been Ooh. finally good to win again, right? Yeah, I finally was like, I'm just gonna egg roll. <laughs> really, you've been egg rolling, yeah, it, that works, yeah. I'm egg rolling, and it's still working, wow. it, it's just like, not as contested. So, I've been able True. to three star a lot of them, um, really quickly, and then I develop such a lead, it doesn't like I don't really care if I win or not, I'm just right. kind of trying to climb, yeah, and it's been consistent. Uh, but I've been playing a lot of stuff. I don't ever really play Zerkers, but been playing a lot of Rangers. Um, Rangers have been fun messing mm-hmm. around with Ezreal, which is always always fun to do uh, in regular league and TFT. So yeah, feeling mm-hmm. uh, feeling pretty good about it so far. Probably my most successful week of set two so far. And honestly, like one of the first weeks I've like sat down and like played every day. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's awesome. I mean that's what I do too. So why am I surprised? <laughs> I have been getting sucked into the Legends of Runeterra world, um, so I haven't played as much TFT. I've been dividing my time, but I have climbed back up also to Plat 1, where I will probably remain for most of the set. So oh. are we all Plat 1? I am not right now, no. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get back there. I'm, I still this is the Plat Lobby. <laughs> yes, we are the, we are the Plat chat as they say i'll be diamonds in a little bit you know just just you wait go for it okay my my problem is that so this happened to me last set in set one where i got diamond and then i was like playing and then at the end of the set it was like right when they showed set two and like it was on pbe and we could actually play on pbe it was like well i can play ranked and play set one or i can play the new set so i always want to play the new set but then i'm like you know what I'm going to try to push. You know what? I'm going to, I'm, I'm diamond four or actually I think I might've even gotten a diamond three. I think I peaked at diamond three. I don't remember. Maybe not. It doesn't matter. Uh, I'm like, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to make a big push here. Even though I've been playing a week and a half of set two on BVE, I understand and know set one so much that I'm going to push to grand math. I'm going to push to uh masters or grandmasters. And I promptly lost. Whoa. I just, through something i promptly lost like th- i promptly lost like three uh game like eight like literally eighth place three in a row got put back to plat one and then i'm like well crap now i have to play to get back into diamond and i never did <laughs> i ended the oh, season no. at like diamond or at like plat three or something and i'm like now and I, and the reason i bring this up is because i think uh, I think it was Jimmy the Shovel in Discord, or maybe it was someone else, I don't remember, mentioned this line. I think jokingly, though, it may have had a kernel of truth that, like, I'm going to hit Diamond, and then I'm not playing rank the rest of the set. And it's like... Oh, yeah, I think that was him. <laughs> I kind of am in the same boat there. If I hit Diamond, 
I might just not play the rest. Of, I might not play rank the rest of the set. So I again, it's like kind of that like you don't want to feel bad for playing, and like I, I maybe I'm spoiled because Legends of Runeterra has like the the rank floor. So like if you get to diamond, you can never get below diamond. You'll only go down to diamond four zero LP ever. Like you can oh. lose forever there, and you'll always be diamond oh, no. four zero LP. Uh whereas if you keep losing in TFT, you will. <laughs> you will go back down to bronze <laughs> yeah i feel like i need to get challenger which i know is a very very high goal but on my making squad intro video i said that i was aiming for challenger this season and i feel like i need to commit to it and i'm a i'm a little far away from it but hey the season season two it's still going on there's still time there's still time we got it we we can do this right <laughs> Hey, there there is still time to do that. Um, That's a lot of games. It's a lot. Yeah. Of games. A lot of games. Yeah, it is a grandmaster. Yeah, it, it, it's a lot of games. Uh, but hey, if you've got the if you've got the High will, goals. if you got the will and the skill, you can do it. Um, Ooh, I got that will, but that skill. Mm, <laughs> that one. Well, maybe after playing all those games, you might be able to uh, get that skill. Uh, going true 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 but you did mention uh watermelon g2 making the squad which was the tft themed i guess uh reality (laughs) television show from made obviously by g2 hence the the name um tell us a little bit about that what i mean i remember we I talked about it on the show when they like put out the applications and they're like, we're looking to do this. I never, I never knew about this is season two. I never knew about season one. I didn't know anything about it. Seeing this, what made you sort of apply to do this? What were, what were you thinking when you saw that initial sort of Twitter advertisement for it? I saw it and I was going through a part of my life where I wanted to be more spontaneous and stop overthinking things. So I was like, okay, this is the perfect opportunity. I recently uh, became a fan of G2 because I love their social media accounts and I followed them with Worlds before that. So I was just getting so excited because it felt like the stars were aligning. Mm -hmm. This one game that I just got into in a community I love, in a team I love, are combining together and giving me an opportunity. So I felt like it was seeing that and uh so i just put a lot of effort into my application video i i did some editing adding clips in because mm-hmm. i am a try hard perfectionist through and through I mean, it paid uh, off, working so. on that <laughs> exactly so just knowing i was selected and just being able to be a part of that has been a life-changing experience from the beginning, from the first time Karina said that I was selected in our video interview uh, to where I am now today and all the people and experiences that I've, I've gotten from it. Yeah, it it's absolutely crazy. And I will say that the perfectionism certainly paid off because I also <laughs> sent an application and I did the exact opposite of that. I did. <laughs> I, I put, put forth quite possibly the lowest effort video of all time at quite possibly the latest possible time that they. It's would. not even of you. Oh, no. <laughs> you just sent in a random video from the real world. I just, I just sent. I just sent in. I just sent in a random clip 
from the trailer park boys and thought that they would... <laughs> it's on VHS. <laughs> yeah. you sent in a VHS I sent in a VHS to uh, G2. It, uh, nice. I guess it never got there. Um, but, <laughs> or else you would have been chosen. Right, obviously. Obvi- obviously. Um, but what, what, what was it like? Because, I mean, obviously this was big because I know you are based in the U.S. Um, mm-hmm. and the competition was in Germany, Right. Yes. Had you ever been to like Europe or Germany before? I haven't been out of the country. I got a passport for my 18th day and haven't had any use for it. (laughs) So that's more of the going on. It was meant to be type deal where they said, oh, like, oh, do you have access to a passport? Just like, yes, I do. I've never used it. But yeah, so it was my first time going out of the country, meeting all these amazing people from around the world and I just love Berlin so much. I would definitely want to live there or somewhere because everything about it is amazing. And they were so generous and kind to us, the way they treated us Mm. and getting to meet the G2 team and the other contestants. I felt like I made a new family. Yeah, it, it, it was definitely a really interesting and, uh, it was fun to watch even though, um, you know, obviously it was it was bittersweet for me because I wasn't on the No, I'm kidding. Uh it was a great show to watch. Um what was I wanna know like how in because like it's one thing to see the final product, right? And to see mm-hmm. the the edited shows together. How intense were these competitions? Like what was the pressure like for you as a as a contestant on the show? Honestly, it was just pretty fun. I thought I was going to be super competitive and on top of things. And, but everything felt very chill mm-hmm. that, and I thought I was doing better than I actually was. That's why I got eliminated <laughs> first. A, uh, but I'm over that. That's fine because it was the experience that made it. And I just felt like I couldn't be cutthroat with any of these people. Not that like I wanted to be because right. They're just so nice. All these people are so nice around me. And it was scary how well we got along. So other than the eliminations, it was really nice. And people were very supportive. And I was just really glad to be there in in that nice environment. Because, of course, with a lot of reality shows, it's very, like, cutthroat and Mm -hmm. everything. They just send you off and you're done. But it was very welcoming. And even after I was eliminated, I was able to actually do some work with the G2 social media team while everyone was shooting. And I was just as happy (laughs) since I'm also into, like, social media Mm -hmm. and memes and content creation that's awesome. Boop, how would we fare if we were on a on a reality show? Um, honestly, I think I'd kill it. To be completely <laughs> honest with you. Yeah. Uh, like, squad three, let's go. No, and the, the reason why I say that is because I have probably are you I talked to we we talked to Frodown about this. We did. Uh, we talked extensively watch, about The Bachelor before we like, even started recording. <laughs> like in terms nice. of like Big Brother and Survivor, I've probably watched about like 20 to 25 seasons of both of those shows. Like I loved those two shows. Mm. And I've 
always thought about how I would fare on reality uh, competition. Mm -hmm. So one or two things would happen. I have a really hard time not being in the know. So I'd either just get like super anxious, freak out, get so annoying and get eliminated first. Right. I try to make like too many plans Mm -hmm. and too many deals and then I forget. Um, Or I think I'd actually make it pretty far. But I have like this crazy, some people call it a superpower to stumble right at the very end. And so, (laughs) and so I'd probably land at like the third place spot is always how I like, Uh, I feel like I always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Well, because I always like, I'll, I'll even in board games or even D and D I'll plan something and it'll be perfect. And then right when I need to finish, right. I screw it up somehow. And, uh, that's just, I have too much history of doing that to make me feel like it won't happen again. You egg roll too early and then end up with the (laughs) top four survivor, uh, top four survivor bid, but never a final. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I made it to the final, but I didn't win. That's Uh, that's how you, I think, could could do very well. I think, Blev. You think I could do? Why do you say that? Because I think when I, you remind me of a survivor guy named Rupert. Rupert, I, was, yes, that was when I watched. That was season, yeah, season two, right? Rupert was the best. He was, and so Rupert was um, way yeah, too nice, though. I wouldn't. I'm not that nice. You are that nice. That's the problem. I'm the one that said "f you" to you. That that is Ooh. true. And then I just started crying, and then you cried, and we saluted each other, and then we didn't see away. each other. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, and did true not speak story. again for the. For, for that the is an week. actual true story. <laughs> I, I know it. we bring it's this up like every five episodes, but I need to reiterate that this is true and not at all fabricated. <laughs> um, uh, I dig it. <laughs> so, uh, so let's talk a little bit more about your experience on MTS. Let's. Uh, woo, sorry, I had a little bit of <laughs> indigestion no there. Um, TMI. Um, so when you're going through this process, you're kind of like taken away from reality. What was kind of like your access to the outside world while doing something like this? Because certain reality shows have different rules on who you can contact and who you can't contact. You're not supposed to tell. Oh, it was um, other than the results. Of course, we weren't allowed to tell other people the results um, before the episodes came out. But I was, for example, allowed to call my friends back home or message them on Discord or Mm. Twitter. But we were basically busy the entire time. So there wasn't really a lot of time even for downtime, which is exactly what I liked. But there were very very like giving with like allowing us to communicate with people if we want, just not spoiling the show, mm-hmm. of course. And we even just made friends with each other and we became our own support system mm-hmm. with our like our inner selves within the show, within beyond the show. And we still use the same group text every single day, basically now <laughs> between myself and the contestants. Yeah, reality shows are just like adult summer camp, is what I yeah, that's what it felt like. <laughs> so you're saying that uh, reality shows are super lame? <laughs> I, didn't get, I, didn't I think it depends. Camp. G2's too nice. I feel like there's some um, there's some other organizations for reality shows that are just like, okay, you're going on a plane now. Well, when we when we start our show, uh, Mort of Love, where uh, contestants Ooh, contestants compete God. for a rose from Mort Dog every week <laughs> by playing matches of TFT. 
Sign me up. Let's go. Do you believe our brains have those thoughts? Like they're capable uh, of putting those words in that order. N- not only and then capable, letting but, it come out of your mouth. Not only capable, <laughs> but massively encouraged to have these yeah, thoughts. Yeah, What's we, uh, wrong with us? We have. Uh, we have. We have problems. Um, um, speaking of problems, um, so uh, you, so uh, unfortunately for you, you didn't come home the victor. What do you think was kind of the difference makers between the people who didn't fare as well earlier on in the competition versus the ones who did well later? Um, well, I actually was in the beginning really rooting for Tasha as the dark horse. And when I was eliminated, I like whispered in here, just like, I want you to win, <laughs> like <laughs> win for me. Um, even though at the beginning, maybe it didn't seem like she was the strongest competitor, but I feel like she was able to like grow from all the experiences and challenges to really come up to a performance where I wasn't sure exactly who should win when I was in that watching the finale. But when I saw those final performances, I was absolutely blown away and in chills. And I feel like I probably didn't fare as well because I was a little too try hard. (laughs) (laughs) That I feel like that's part of my personality was basically toned down a knot from that experience. And I was able to grow so much as a person on so many multiple ways, both from the G2 team being so supportive and amazing and Karina and the other contestants really becoming my family right there. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I grew to more over those two weeks than in the last year, even though I've gotten so much of a journey with my own personal self-confidence and mental health. But that experience, I felt like I'm a new person. This is my new reality and what I want to be doing for the rest of my life because I feel like I won. I may not have the 10K, but my goal going in is I want to work in esports for my entire life. This is what I want to do. I want to get my experiences. I want to meet you people. And I took each and every advantage of what that was, even after I was eliminated, mm-hmm. you know, get, get your good cry out, cry yourself to sleep. <laughs> I, I, I definitely, I'm not saying like, Oh, I'm great <laughs> because that's not how it was. But afterwards it's just like, okay, you wipe up your tears, you get up, you make the best of the situation. And I'm just so proud of myself for being able to do that. And I don't feel like if I didn't go through that process of being eliminated when I was so on my high horse (laughs) that I wouldn't have been able to do that and apply that to what I do now with my content, with my schoolwork, with my entire life. So I feel like really being put down a notch was me winning in the end. And I'm really, really happy for Tasha for winning and for Andrea and Chat. Um, Jack and uh, Penta Magic for getting to the finals. It was so amazing to watch and they all deserved it. And I was just so happy. I feel like we all deserve to win in some ways, (laughs) but of course it's a reality show. There got to be eliminations and that's completely fair and fine. And I understand that. So in the end, I am completely happy with the results because in my heart, I won. Well, yeah. that's uh, that's great to hear. So I got I got a, I got a twofer for you coming up. One kind okay. of serious question, one a little bit more on the fun side. So here's the fun question. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't feel like we talked about it for long enough. Um, who do you think would last longer in a reality show competition, 
Lev or me. And then the last one uh, for to kind of like uh, close up uh, this first half. What is next for you? What is how are you going to take this experience? You already kind of touched on it, but what are the, the next steps for you in terms of making your dream a reality? I feel like boop simply because for some reason. All right, guys, that's the end of the show. Uh, no need to go any further than that. They've been muted. They don't know that, but uh, we'll see you guys. Now. Okay, I'm kidding. Reality show. <laughs> <laughs> Love it and can get really into the inner workings of someone's mind because you oh. have so much study under that personally. <laughs> I, yeah, I think you're right. I think I would do better to appreciate that. And uh, you, know I, you know what? I'm glad because I want people to think that that's true so that I can manipulate them even more. Hey, all I'm Ooh. saying, all I'm saying is that uh, tax evasion aside, Richard Hatch, the OG winner of Survivor, same uh, birth city as me. <laughs> Newport, Rhode Island. Um, okay. Also, that version of Survivor didn't really have alliances or any type of strategy. Um, so. um, 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 hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, so that do you first remember season of Survivor that season? was... Yeah, I do. Because Richard, Richard Hatch was five-heading the so, whole thing. He <laughs> very interesting came up thing with about that season. People is, were too dumb. They they thought the the theory was so when Richard was coming up with alliances, which ended up being in every season of Survivor yes. after that, there was a debate on whether it was like okay, like if that was yeah. cheating, right? Which is which is very which is very very interesting. Um, uh, I mean, it, and, and yeah. he but he changed reality television um, forever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Shout out to the anyway. writer's strike for <laughs> breeding this whole new genre of television. Uh, yes. Um, as for what's next, I am consistently streaming on Twitch currently three times a week uh, just because I'm a full-time student at the moment, but I also do Twitter memes on like Twitter and the TFT Reddit. I do Instagram posts usually about three times a week. I do um, some other content on my Discord, and I'm starting up with YouTube. But something I really want to get into is casting TFT. I actually got to talk to Medic for a little bit about casting when we were into in the car to a shoot. And he really inspired me to sort of pick up that torch that I left behind in Shadowverse and really just take that initiative. That's... Mm -hmm what my problem is sometimes because I, I have this huge work ethic. I'm very passionate, but taking the initiative and reaching out and really putting that energy into good use is sometimes what I struggle with. So that's what I'm actually going to do right after this podcast. I'm going to start reaching out to people. I'm going to start making a demo reel because nice. talking about it is just giving me that inspiration and energy that I want to be doing that TFT competitive scene. It's so young and to be able to become a caster in that space as as I grow myself as a commentator, a host, a presenter, and as a player, I just think that's the sweet spot right before the competitive season is to um, oversaturate it because mm. this TFT scene is so new. That's why I want to do as much as I can to be a part of the communities, to create content, even though, yes, I'm a full-time student, but every other second that I'm not doing that, almost done, thankfully, <laughs> I'm, I'm just hitting on that content. And when I graduate, I'll be able to 
do that even more, uh, ideally full time and or working with an esports organization uh, professionally is generally the goal. So we <laughs> just keep on working. Uh, obviously, everything is up in the sky. You don't know what's going to happen, but my my goal is just to keep on looking forward and being assertive about what I want and keep on working hard because I at least know I'm good at that. Uh, <laughs> one is being very persistent about that. Well, as two boomers who have been in this <laughs> world longer than I think most people have in terms of working in esports, I don't know one person who achieved anything in esports without doing it themselves. So yes. that's definitely the first spot. And, uh, you know, and this is a really great opportunity for Blevenite. Always say, uh, use us as resources. I've got tons of casting experience. Um, I've I, got. I have casted at least two times. Yep, yep. You know, and just being on camera for hundreds of hours and putting all that out there, like in order to keep esports going, we got to keep those kinds of jobs alive and, yeah, and pass those yeah. skills on right because being in esports is not just about being on camera or being on a player there's also production managers and mm -hmm. you know obs camera operators podcasters you know yeah. there's so many different ways to get into this world some of the best ways of understanding how is by asking literally everybody so uh for everyone at home and for you as well please feel free to reach out we're all here to help it's, it's true people ask me all the time like oh man how did you get so-and-so on your show? And I'm like, well, there's this little trick. I'm going to spoil it here. It's I just DM them on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> like big brains. Or email them or Discord simpler. message them. I'm yeah. weird and creepy and I do it. And guess what? A lot of people don't respond and a lot of people say, well, actually not, not that many people say no, but uh, some do. And I don't care. I'm dead into that because I'm dead inside. But <laughs> esports is alive and well, be, so I can be dead inside. It's okay. <laughs> but that is awesome. Super glad we got to hear a little bit more about uh, the your experience with G2 making the squad. We're going to come back after this break, talk about a little bit of news, and then get into the 10.3 TFT Whoa. patch. We will be right back after these messages. We're now going to take a quick break to tell you about our brand new sponsor, Bet Online. Missed your chance to bet on the Chiefs? Well, here not listeners. Blue Wire is excited to be partnering with Bet Online to help you win big no matter the time of year. With March Madness, the Masters, Major League Opening Day right around the corner, Bet Online has you covered with all the latest news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Plus, it's never too early to lay down your future bet for Super Bowl 2021. Head over to betline.ag and use our promo code BLUEWIRE to revive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. We signed up. It's super easy. And if you're already making wagers, which also, by the way, includes esports, it's a fantastic way to support the show. Again, it's promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, when you sign up at betonline.ag. Bring your best bets home with BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back, everyone, to the second half of the Legends podcast. Joined here with Boob, as always, and our guest, Wonder Mellow. We're going to be talking about some news of the week. A couple things here, of course. Giant Slayer TV's Fight Night Rising series 
happened again. It is, I think right now, as far as I know, the only competitive TFT that's going on right now. Um, there are some non-stream tournaments. Yes, there are. But some, it's definitely yeah. the most popular. It's the most publicized for sure. Yes, there's nothing else going on that you can watch the VOD yes. of or <laughs> that watch live. That is true. I- I'm sure that there are people playing at a high level, which there certainly are, but I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's yeah, true. there's leagues and stuff going on um, that you can find, but... In terms of being able to watch it and there's casters and all that good stuff, mm-hmm. make sure you're checking out yes. uh, Fight Nights on Thursdays. Or yes, on Thursdays. Um, really great. Uh, really great match this week. Uh, Fluffy HS I ended up taking that one down. Definitely check out the VOD um, there on the Giant Slayer TV YouTube. Um, the big... There's a couple of things here. We got actually, we got this like maybe a half hour before we went live here tonight. We got a tweet from Mort Dog that has some experimental changes for patch 10.4. So not this patch, but the next patch um, that they're testing out on PBE. Uh, he says, um, coming to PBE as an, ex- uh, an experiment for 10.4. They're looking to make Glacial a bit more of a playable option without making it more frustrating to play against. If you're on PBE starting tomorrow, which if you're listening to this in podcast world would be now, uh, try it out and let me know what you think will likely be tuned quite a bit before uh, launch. The change is to the Glacial buff, and it says, basic attacks from Glacials have a 25% chance to stun their target for 1.5 seconds. And deal bonus magic damage. So it's now it's not getting an increased chance to stun them. It's not getting increased stun duration. You're getting the set one in four to stun for 1.5 seconds, which I believe uh, is the minimum amount of time for a stun in the game. Uh, And at two, four and six, you're either getting an additional 50, 125 or 250 bonus magic damage i know we got this not even an hour ago but uh wonder mellow do you have any thoughts on this uh change whether it's the numbers or just the change in general for glacials i'm just excited for glacials to be more playable again (laughs) one of my favorite meadow is poison glacial Mm. and i loved running it and Mm. Now you can't really do it much. So now that people won't complain about it as much, I feel like the changes to it are a lot more fair than it Mm -hmm. used to because Glacial has definitely gone back and forth with its stun duration and how the mechanic worked Mm -hmm. from the beginning of its inception until now. So I'm, I'm really pleased to try it out. I haven't played that much PBE at all. I usually play on the live patch, mm-hmm. but I think I will have to go and try it out a little bit to like see if I can make my favorite comp work again of Poison <laughs> Glacial, please. Boop, any initial thoughts on the Glacials getting the Mage and Berserker treatment? I hate it. What? <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I absolutely hate it. And this is why. And this what? is why. Because I hate glacials. 100%. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. There, I'm there, there are <laughs> gla- glacial. I even, I even remember Mort being like, glacials are such a controversial uh, origin because, you know, it stops you from playing for. Is that your I'm Mort sorry. Impr- I know you listen. I don't, I, don't, I don't mean to be offensive with that impression. Is that your um, that's, impression? That, that, that's my impression for everyone who's smarter than me. That's why you've never heard it, Lev. Um, I was going to so... say. 
man. I don't know why I'm like this. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, when I say we love that about you, it's the royal we, not me specifically. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on. Um, and I just don't like. It's just not an interactive type of experience for me. So I just, it's just one of the more frustrating ways. If you're the one playing glacial, you're like, hey. If you're the one going up against it, it's the complete opposite of that. Yep. And um, I think against it needs to Waluigi. Be... <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> What, what what what's wrong with Waluigi? Wal- Waluigi is a glacial player. Confirmed. Yes, Waluigi is one hundred percent a glacial player, and you know it. Um. Anyway, um, I don't know. It's just like it's not the most fun, and when I, it doesn't feel sure. super satisfying when I win with it, and I don't yeah. necessarily think this late in the game with set three coming out, um, we need to be messing with like this kind of stuff i don't sure. know because glacial was a little bit of a hard uh, a hard one to balance in set one too so mm-hmm. it, it's all about there's a there's this very it's probably the thinnest line in tft of when glacial is fun versus actively making things unfun right um and i i feel just like with yordles it's more on the unfun side of things most of sure. the time that's a that's a personal problem i think i i have a couple of thoughts on this one so i kind of agree with what you said about like why are we making like pretty big changes to something this late into a set but i also think that this that glacial is sort of a uh, it's a test right because it is one of those like it's an anti-interaction synergy you are doing something and creating something that makes your opponent be able to do less Getting stunned is unfun for the person that's getting stunned. Um, and and honestly, stunning someone isn't really that satisfying in TFT. It's just good. It's not like, oh, this awesome explosion is happening. It's like, oh, well, you just got attacked and stunned. It's kind of, it, I mean, if you think about it, it's like uh, Swordbreaker or Hot. Well, it's it's actually not. You still generate mana, I believe, if you get stunned. But if you die while you're stunned, you can't. Regardless, um... <laughs> I think that this, so we had pretty much from the beginning of set two, we've had Glacial be essentially a complete afterthought. It was, yes, you can go six Glacial, you can force Glacial, but it was always like you have an Olaf that is the centerpiece and without the Olaf or or maybe the Ezreal if you're, if you're feeling feisty, but mostly the Olaf. And if you're not playing that, the Glacial is irrelevant. Um, or are very close to irrelevant. So you're either playing like Glacial 2 automatically in Berserkers, or you're like, oh, I've got my gla- my Berserkers. I'm going to add some Glacials to make Olaf better. The other stuff is whatever. Um, so we had a synergy that was basically nothing. It was just kind of there. And now they're taking... And I think the reason that this test this late in the set makes sense is like, is it going to be better to have something that was kind of an afterthought and actually make it something substantial? Now, whether that's inherently about Glacial, I think is not as relevant to this patch or to the the grand scheme of TFT. It just happens to be that Glacial was that thing in this pet, in this set. Um, I mean, even in set one, Glacial was more prevalent because like Ash and Sejuani and um i mean at times volibear uh like like the glacial package was there and was actually played a good amount 
um, in different varieties and was 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 relevant. Here, it mm-hmm. wasn't really that. So, I like the fact, excuse me, that they're trying to, I mean, really spice up glacial at a time that's like it doesn't really matter. Uh, and you get to like they're they're pushing it like this is very clearly like you went from zero to sixty very fast. So you can see, and I mean, even in the tweet, uh, uh, Mort ends the tweet with, will likely be tuned quite a bit before it gets released. So, uh, like, this is, again, sort of the showing the design philosophy that I, or the, the, the philosophy that I like is like, let's just push it to the limit, see where we get. Let's see if that yep. is that good, bad, or other, and then tune it from there. Um, I do, I mean, I think it can give a point of data of like, is the set better where Everything had there's like more vertical comps there in that like there's a two four six or something that you can just I can just buy every glacial and just have that be my comp or do you want to have like oh well we have glacial but it's just kind of there doesn't really do much extra you're never really going for it because it's just kind of there um, and being able to get that point out and maybe flesh that out for set three or set four I think is is useful so. That's my two cents on it. <laughs> that was about ten dollars. Yeah. Okay, that was, of, uh, that, was my, that was my ten dollars worth in two cent uh, in two cent uh, bits. But um, yeah, I guess I mean we'll see. Uh, I'm I'm interested yeah. to get uh, I'm interested to get Mort's thoughts on that and like if what I'm talking about rings true at, at all or if I'm just an idiot. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Speaking of things that we have talked about before on the show that are ringing true, Mort on his stream over the weekend confirmed that there is a person on the TFT team that is specifically dedicated to TFT esports and TFT competitive. Has been confirmed. We don't know much more besides that. Yes. But there is a, a there's a person on it. There's uh, an initiative going on, and according to Mort, they're in sort of the information gathering phase for that. So, given that knowledge and info and insight from Mort, Wondermello, what are your initial thoughts on that whole thing? I want a spectator client ASAP, please. That's my first thought. Yes. Notably, uh, (laughs) Mort mentioned, uh, he said it a couple times, but... After mobile release, which is now said to be around mid-March, the next thing that's happening is is Spectator Client. But, okay, yeah. I hope. But other than that, because just as a tournament uh, spectator, that's yes. probably one of my first ideas. It makes me really excited because this is the scene I want to be getting into as a caster, as a player. And it's... Because it is so young and it's backed by this huge property that is Riot Games, I feel like it has no momentum and possibility to launch so many new careers that aren't from other games and to create this whole new phenomena within the auto baller genre that goes out from League. Because the thing with some companies trying to force their esports, cough, cough, artifact, down people's throats is... There needs to be a community already set, mm-hmm. which is why I sort of like that they waited a while, because if you just throw money at things, it's not going to be as natural. It's mm-hmm. these things like Fight Night that are 
this getting people ready for this, preparing cast, pre- preparing players mm-hmm. for this big venture within the new year. So some people are like, oh, there's no big competitions. There's nothing to look forward to where it's Riot Games with an S. I'm sure mm-hmm. there's going to be tons of things to look forward to. They have a lot of capital. They got a huge property. And it just makes me excited to try to go into this whole new chapter of esports history. Mm-hmm. Boop, are you as bright-eyed and bushy-tailed as Wonder Mellow is about TFT? Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, what, what, what if I was like, no. <laughs> no, TFT no, not at all. Today, today would be that day where, like, literally everything. I, I, I could see literally my favorite thing in front of me, and I'd be like, screw you! Why Why you gotta be so nice? Um, anyway, just... Uh, just just, just how take, cool, how take much a of deep a flex, look into Poppy's eyes and you'll feel better. How much of a flex would it be if they were like, here's mobile client as well as spectator mode? Oh. That would be so sick. Man, all I want to do, like, because sometimes I like, even when I'm like waiting for my friends to like just be done with the game, it's fun just to like get in there. Yes, and, and, and watch, right? Like, there have been many a time where I'll just like, I'm about to play a game of league with my friends and they're like 10 minutes into a game and mm-hmm. there's not enough time for me to play a game. Right. So it's good to, mm-hmm. it's, it's not even just for the competitive atmosphere, right? right? It's for the casual stuff too. So mm-hmm. um, that's going to be it. But remember folks, that's the test after TFT mobile comes out. That's when we really, really are going to see exactly where this is going to go because so far it is beating legends of Ruterra in terms of streaming on Twitch, um, which is honestly a little surprising to me. Um, and it has been consistently doing that for the last couple of days, uh, at least a week or so, mm-hmm. um, uh, post Legends of Ruterra release. So I'd love to kind of explore that a little bit more in one of our opinion pieces, if that holds true for, for the next week, Blev. But in terms of TFT Esports, we have said it. Everyone has said it. We are excited. We want it to happen. And mm. just like you, we want to we wanna help cast those games, bring our experience from other competitive fields and and help inject that same type of energy and love into this community too because we deserve it you know yes, sometimes you gotta you advocate for you yourself do. we does not just us but we as a community that's the royal we i was gonna say yeah. specifically uh, not us that. maybe um uh, but but yeah i mean if you're considering us totally uh but in the end like this community is awesome. I've been a part mm-hmm. of, uh, I've been, uh, the FGC, I've been a part of, uh, you know, the Overwatch community and Riot League of Legends when it was just Riot Game. And uh, mm-hmm. this one has just been like the easiest to kind of get into, right? It's not, yep. sometimes it can feel a little gatekeepery just because of the gate, right? But this mm-hmm. time around, it's, uh, it's fun. So it's a new style of game. Everyone kind of comes in with the same uh, XP. And once we get spectator mode, we can, become a community that much easier and yep. that's what i'm really really excited about but we've got a ton to talk about in terms of um patch notes yeah. because there's some major Ooh, yes. changes there are some major changes coming on down to patch 10.3 so let's jump right into them like we always do starts off with greetings friend welcome back for team fight tactics patch 10.3 notes overall this is a small patch we're keeping our theme of, uh, from 10.2 by generally buffing things that are weak rather than nerfing things that are strong. Talk about that for a second afterwards. York is getting both buffs and nerfs to different parts of his kit, so be sure to check that out. Last but not least, there's a few gameplay and quality of life changes to the carousel round. Probably the most notable is the removal of the spatulas from the carousel rounds. Let's I like how they're like... It 
small patch, but there are no more <laughs> small <laughs> patch. You know this like <laughs> thing that defines the very first yeah. thing you do in the game, yeah. right? Which is crowd around the spatula. Um, very small changes, but there are no more uh, <laughs> of those. Small changes, but carousels are out of the game, and <laughs> um, uh, we're gonna go through a small change. It's now set three. Yeah, it's kind of. We only changed one thing: the set. Uh, (laughs) But um, this first thing, Krugs is now guaranteed to have two drops instead of one minimum. Is a pretty big change too. Yeah, so I don't know what their definition of small is, but I guess we'll we'll go into it. Um, So yes, like you said, Krugs uh, now dropping uh, two drops instead of one at a minimum, touching the edge of your ring on the carousel stage no longer ports you back to the middle. That's a big win for me. I hated that so much. (laughs) Spatulas no longer appear during the carousel stage. Plan accordingly. They adjusted the drop rates of the content in gold boxes. Uh, There's going to be more gold, more spatula, and I think that should be fewer champions. Uh, Right, if you're looking for uh, an (laughs) editor editor. for... (laughs) Uh, hit me up at legendspodcast at gmail.com uh, and then also a new and unique sound will play when you pick up a champion from the carousel no more guessing and squinting to find out uh, if you or that pesky mold diver grab the volley bear with the recurve bow oh I like this I like this change a lot because a lot of the time I think I grab something mm-hmm. and then it goes into the round and I have a different item. <laughs> and it's the most frustrating thing. I go into my VODs. It looks like I got it, mm-hmm. but I did not. So I actually really like this higher. small. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I need to get a better internet connection. <laughs> That's what I need. So I really like this change. Um, even though it's just such a small quality of life, mm-hmm. it makes me less salty when I see what I get from the carousel. Yeah, so, so now I know that uh, Professor TFT stole the item I wanted. I don't need to guess anymore. <laughs> I just know that no. it happened. <laughs> um, I think these are, these are good changes. It's it, I gotta say, like, the, the Krugs is the most unsatisfying mm. NPC round in, like, human existence, in my opinion, right? <laughs> because, one, if you're gonna lose a round, it's that one. It's definitely Two, that yes. one. Yeah, 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 you're not. Other than I lost to chickens the other day and then won the game. Super weird. Jimmy the Shovel also. I knew he probably thought he was going to live this one down. He also not only lost to chickens, but lost the game on chickens. Like it, it, it ended his it ended his life on chickens. Um, but but uh, but now Craig's are going to feel a lot more satisfying, like worth your time. And I think that's going to help push the game pace a little bit, at least in terms of feeling. Um, but yeah, I mean, in in terms of these changes as a whole, I actually am not like, I know I reacted differently earlier, but I felt like the getting teleported back was like part of like the carousel meta. Right? Oh I just hated it. What? It's part of the you meta? Know? It's like the carousel meta, right? Like if you can no. time exactly how to like come out of the, like, you know how drag racers do it, right? right? You just wanted to add more skill to it for the sake of doing it. Yeah, exactly. So if like, you're going to be nerfing the difficulty by <laughs> giving you sounds when you pick up a champion, you can keep the, ch- the change no. in the middle. We're all just I mean, being too soft. I, I bring this up all the time when people make that <laughs> argument where it's like, 
adding complexity and skill testing doesn't make the game better. If every time mm-hmm. you had to, like, if you ended up with a 1v1 at the end of a game or at the end of a round and there's two units left and instead of playing it out between those two units randomly you had to literally play a match of chess against them that would make the game more skill testing and it would make it more challenging and complex it would not make the game better uh, i don't know um all right so, so you heard it here items. first um <laughs> ionic spark damage well, well hold on now i want the, the one thing i want to i want to talk about is the big one is that because this one is the one that I think people have been has been the most controversial, and one that people have been asking for for a while, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. Is the spatula is no longer appearing on the carousel? I mean, a small change. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. small but change. From the first oh, and second carousel, especially, it's super huge. I definitely agree with the first carousel because it sort of allows you to be able to force certain comps that are not supposed to be easily forceable, mm-hmm. like Mage Malphite, Mage Annie, as sure. much as I love them. I see a Mage Malphite in almost every game I see, or previously, of course, our favorite Blade Master Azir with Severe and Friends, mm-hmm. uh, that, how that was so wonderful. So now it's more of, if you get a spatula, you have to play to one of your adjustments rather than mm-hmm. I'm going to force this by getting a spatula early round. Now, I saw some discussion about this on Reddit, and I think I definitely agree that perhaps in the third carousel, when it's a little bit later, mm-hmm. perhaps there can be still. So if you're that low, you have a chance of making a comeback by right. perhaps doing a new synergy or a new unit. But I definitely agree with like the first, maybe the second, but the third I think it's pushing it mm-hmm. personally. Yeah, I. So to take the doubt, because I think the majority of what I've been seeing is people are like, oh, finally get, you know, void assassins was was toxic. Yes. Siver oh, and God. friends, uh, <laughs> blender, all these things were toxic because of the spatula. Right. Well, you know what also sucks is at the end of the game, you just have that random spatula with nothing yes or like it's like oh well i guess i have an inferno i have inferno one now with this item <laughs> or i I, ooh, I I finally made inferno two um because it's the only thing i can make out of these items i think i i like the idea of first round uh, first carousel second carousel no spatula i can get out even though i don't mind the spatulas at all I can concede that maybe it's better for the game and just the sanity. Yeah, it's a comeback, perhaps. But then the third one, like, it, it's now like, because I think the problem is not that you're getting a carousel or, or you're, you're getting a spatula early. It's that the cost of getting it or forcing that you get it, aka inting or losing on purpose so that you are guaranteed to get it is so low in those first rounds. Like, okay, you lose the first three, you lose the first three rounds. Who cares? Like you've taken what? 12 damage. Okay, great. And you get a care, you get a, uh, you get a, uh, spatula, which is definitely worth it. But if you're inting until the third carousel, you might just be dead. You might be dead. dead (laughs) Um, so I think it, it changes the strategy a little bit. I think, that the a lot of the or at least some of the charm of tft compared to other auto battlers is the art or are those carousel items or sorry spatula items where it's like yes mage malphite maybe we do see it a little bit too much but also it's a really cool thing about tft mm-hmm. is that i can make a mage malphite or i can make a uh assassin scarner good fantasy 
is I yes. think what the designers would say. Yes. Yeah. Mage, Mage Zed. Like I like those things. I've been a proponent of the, like, let there be a hundred Zeds on the field. Let there, <laughs> let there be, be Zeds. Yes. Let there be a Malphite that alts three times in a row or two times in a row. Let that happen. Um, and then adjust the numbers to make it not broken, but like be able to break the game, but have it not break the competitive meta. I think those are two distinctions that, um, I think that the team understands, um, but maybe the community doesn't think about it in the same ways. Mm -hmm. um, but that's just, that's my, uh, another $10 bill of two cent thoughts on, Great, <laughs> on yeah. the spatula. Okay, uh, wonderful. Boom. Let's talk about items. Uh, let's go ahead and do items and treats together. Um, okay, okay. do you want to do you want to sync it up? Okay, one, two, three. Two, Ionic spark damage. <laughs> oh, you meant you meant go through them together, not me and you both saying yeah, 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 the same thing. Ready? Okay, one, two, three. <laughs> not doing it. Ionic spark damage going to 225 percent. Luden's echo damage going from 125, 175, 250 to 150, 175, 225. So a buff at level one. Buff. And a nerf. That's a burf. A uh, set of shiv uh, going from 80 to 85. Uh, and infinity edge crit damage bonus getting nerfed 125 to 100. So these are the traits. Assassin crit damage bonus 65 to 25 to 70 to 210. Another burf. Lunar ability uh, power bonus per stack 10 to 15. Shadow damage bonus 65 175 to 65 165. Uh, light healing on death is a nerf by 5% from 25 to 20. And light attack speed bonus is going from 1535 to 55 to 2030 to 50 so a slight increase at level one and then nerfs at two and three yeah um i think in general these are probably all right i mean i think that the team has much more of a uh finger on the pulse of how good light actually is <laughs> not just yeah, me just like... wanting to play it all the time shout outs to bemi by the way uh <laughs> the bemi comp um i i mean i just liked playing lights a lot um but regardless i think overall these buffs are good and the the burfs are good the luden's echo is a specific shout out or call out to tier three kogma um yes. who has been kind of rampant in a lot of ways so you know adjusting the dials a bit and uh getting it into a more sort of balanced state based on what they've seen uh wonder what do you what do you think about these i mean i think i'll have to agree with you i do like attack shiv um slight slight increase because you pretty much only see it on ash and maybe a twitch so maybe that will encourage more ranger players to use it. I personally love going rangers. Mm -hmm. Luden's Echo, uh, I also really like using Vigar with Luden's Echo sometimes. <laughs> yes. So that's always fun. Usually I don't get to the Vigar 3, like certain people on fight nights. But uh, I usually... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I I am a student of his, of Vigar, but I don't get to that Vigar 3, so I feel like the slight buff on Luden's Echo with Viger is going to be really fun for me personally. And I definitely agree with the light, um, the light slight nerfs in reworks because if it goes uncontested, which it was in the very beginning of the patch, mm -hmm. it was crazy. And then people caught on. And I was like, oh, I can't force it anymore. Yeah. But the few games after that that I have that I'm like, wait, this game is feeding me lights? 
I search over. No one's going to lights. <laughs> Top two. Let's go. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I'm glad they're realizing it. <laughs> the, the really interesting thing about items and traits and kind of the reason why I wanted to say them together is because sometimes what's not written there is kind of what impact you're going to feel the most right mm -hmm. so when when i see something like this and i see luden's echo damage getting uh, a level one buff right um and even though it's getting nerfed at rank three uh it's going to make predators better earlier right because right. kogma who's also getting a level one spell damage buff puts luden's there that that all compounds with each other right. so even though that's not on here preds are definitely getting a little bit if you're able to get luden's on kogma you're you're going to be executing people more quickly you're going to be doing more mm -hmm. damage um plus static shift getting buffed yes same thing right so even though you're not really seeing oh predators this getting changed right what's not written can can definitely be what's being most affected right mm -hmm. and i think predators here of everything that's kind of behind the patch notes is getting affected in a good way by a lot of this stuff a lot of a lot of buffs going their way mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, the other thing that's also not written is the fact that light getting slightly worse on paper might actually, in the grand scheme of the meta, make them a better choice. Because, like you said, wonder if no one else is going light, it's going to be good. Even if it's slightly yeah. weaker, if you can get there, it's better. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that'll be it'll be interesting to see because I, I, I feel like people generally... If they see a nerf on paper, they're like, oh, that's bad now. I don't need to think about that anymore. I'm not going to I'm not gonna go the same thing that's still bad. I don't need to go it. But I'm like, now I get to play lights. Now all of you plebs aren't going to be picking them. I get to pick them. So uh, yes. shout out to Bemi, by the way. Um, okay. <laughs> Who is the light player from uh, Game Night um, and a great producer. And they're very well known for their light play. Yes. <laughs> They're also well known for their great production skills. Um, I don't know why that sounded like it was a joke. That's actually true. Shout out. <laughs> Actual shout outs to Bemi. No Kappa. Um, all right, let's move on to champion balance. I'll do uh, some one and two tier tier one and tier two champions here. Kogma, like you mentioned, Boop, uh, getting a burr. Actually, yeah, getting a uh, wait, this is just a buff. This is just yeah, getting just a full buff. blown buff. Yeah, Kogma spell damage. Predators yeah. Going from 125, 275, 425 to 150, 300, 500. 75 damage. Spell Price damage meta. Oh, gets, that's, uh, you know, affected by looted. Pretty and, good. That's pretty good. That's good to me. Or, yeah. or, I almost said orange. Orn spell debuff duration is going from 4 seconds to 10 seconds. What? Uh, is spell damage amplification going from 20 to 25%? And Vayne's attack speed going down a whopping 0 0.05 from 0 0.75 to 0.7. Braum spell damage prevention is getting a little bit of a buff going from 70, 80, 90 to 80, 85, 90. Um, rip you tier three Braum players. You're not getting any buffs. Uh, Jack's spell damage ready for battle uh, is going from 150, 250, <laughs> 450 to 150, 300, 550. Ready for battle. Uh, LeBlanc spell damage going from 200, 450, 800 to 225, 475, 800. Rexize armor going up from 30 to 35, and Yasuo's. Uh, mana is going from 0, 100 to 0, 85. Boop, where do we start with these burfs, buffs, nerfs? What what sticks out to you? 
well, obviously we talked about Kogma already, so we'll 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 go past that. But the the Orn buffs look like it's gonna be a while. But I I would I would gander or gather gander that if I were to put a percentage on the people who know what Orn's ability does, <laughs> um, it ooh, would be. Ooh, I know. Or I think I know. Now I'm now I'm doubting whether I know. What is it? Tell, tell the people. I can tell you kind of what it does. It increases the chance of the the uh, unit affected of getting critical hitted. Did hmm. is that right? Right. So 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 basically <laughs> to so put basically, that in non dumb terms. <laughs> my, so my point is the fact that you had such a hard time, and we see Orn ult. I've probably seen Orn use this ult eight million times right. at this point. Right. Because. Orn always is in your first pack, no matter what, right? Yeah, and guaranteed. so, Orn or Leona, you get to pick one or the other. <laughs> and so, um, uh, I think it's good. I think it's going to be great. He's going to be able to push out more damage. It's going to be a little bit more utility, which I think mm-hmm. wardens need in general. And maybe this helps just electric uh, as well, because they're going to be critting more often. So mm-hmm. that means that their electric buff is going to be going more often as well. One thing I'll I'll say about Orn is that since I started watching competitive League of Legends this season for LEC and LCS, I didn't know what Orn did beforehand. Like I knew nothing about the character, but knowing what his alt in League is, and now going and retroactively thinking about how we could have had that awesome alt, and we got this garbage, I'm <laughs> retroactively mad. Back when Set Two came out, and we got Orn. <laughs> like I'm retroactively mad for all this time because we got robbed of an awesome alt potentially, and got this like weird, like stupid electric sneeze instead of an awesome <laughs> ram that could be doing. Uh, it'd probably be broken, but it would be awesome. Um, um, sorry, I had yeah. To go off so on I that. don't think. So the 10 seconds is more of a buff to like electric, right? Because yeah, mm-hmm. Orn ults you, you get to crit more often. Mm-hmm. And so the electric, so that's going to help the early game for that comp um, a lot. And then the other thing I think that kind of sticks out is why Jax is getting a 100 damage buff at uh, rank Ready three. for battle. Um, <laughs> I am going to beat <laughs> every, every time out of you i'm gonna connect my the back of my hand oh that was the wrong button wait wait <laughs> this place. button nope, that, oh god that's the wrong button wait this is the right button nope i don't i don't know where the right button is anyway Ready so jack spell battle. damage 150 254 50 to 150 300 550 i think this is in a, a couple things if you guys remember like Ready four or five battle. patches ago they um uh were like we basically know that rank three of a lot of these units just don't feel that great. Yeah. Right. And they, they buffed kindred and mm-hmm. kindred's still good from that buff. Yeah. Um, uh, I think this is kind of that because Ajax is probably one of the most disappointing tier three units. And with lights getting uh, a, a, an overall nerf as well, they're giving Jack some utility elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and 550 damage is nothing to scoff at, especially if you've, <laughs> for some reason, you've got AP items on him that could definitely hurt, especially since it's AOE. Ready, 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 ready for see. battle. Um, True. But yeah, th- those, those are the things. What about you, Wonder? What do you think? Um, these tier one and tier two? Um, I'm, it's sort of minor, but I actually really like the fact that, yeah, total mana is a little less because mm. now he could maybe ult a little bit more because since blade master was nerfed four ways last patch and mm-hmm. sadly there isn't really any anything to really help blade masters again i'll i think it'll probably be a while 
as in set three before Blade Masters are really valuable again, unless you high roll severe and friends, which I can almost it sometimes you works. But Blade Masters will not be in set three. I just have like I, I'd be willing an to idea that, that, that yeah, because they they there. I felt like this is like oh yeah, so it could ult a little bit more. That's cool. But then I think about how Blade Master were destroyed. That they made it yeah. how you do not want to play Blade Master any. It's not even worth it with Blade Master Azir sometimes, even yep. if you have the Severe and Desert. So I feel like them including this gives me hope for Blade Masters. The fact that they they put Yasuo in this, maybe it's for the cloud, but I, all I could do is hope. All I could do is hope is that they're playable again. Mm. Well, Boop, they're not going to be Blade Masters in set three. They're going to be Lightsaber Masters. <laughs> Lightsabers. Yeah, I mean, we've gotten two sets of Blade Masters, right? I, I, you know, I'm, I'm cool with like Rangers being and everything because that's such like a standard kind of class. Like Diablo, yeah. any MMO, any MOBA, like you're going to have someone with a bow and arrow. I want Gunslingers um, and, back. Yeah, I, I do miss Gunslingers too. Yes. Um, yeah. But I think Blade Masters contributed to a lot of design philosophies that they were probably unable to commit to in this set because of that so something that i always like bring back like is in hearthstone uh they said the most problematic card they've ever made was stone tusk for because mm. uh because it was a one one with charge like they just couldn't make some other cards because of right. what it did with stone tusk and i think blade masters were kind of the same way um like with sivers mechanic that's something mm -hmm. that's gonna put you know barriers to to yeah. what you're going to be able to do for that set if you decide to put that in there and i think blade masters really suffered from some of those design aspects in terms of yeah it's really cool to see people attack fast right but it still for me wasn't as satisfying as seeing fiora attack fast versus nocturne attack fast True. i don't know why all right boop take us through the rest of these all right tier three nocturne attack damage getting a little bit of a buff 55 to 60 uh, Dr. Mundo Health getting a buff as well, 750 to 800. And Tier 4, Annie getting some changes. Tibber's Health going to get changed once again. I feel like Tibber's Health has changed, I, I think, almost every patch. Uh, this it's like time three it's or four be... times, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 2K, 2K. Yeah, 2K, 2K, 2K is now going to be 1600, 2200, 3K. So it's going to scale. Yep. Um, Annie Tibber's attack speed is going to get a, <laughs> a major, major buff Whopping. from 0.6 to point. Six five, um, so that DPS is going to increase. Janice done direct uh, duration one second to one and a half seconds. I think you are going to feel that um, in mm -hmm. terms of like, are my units stupid? Right? I think you're going to get so you're going to feel like your team's full of MFs, um, <laughs> which I kind of miss. By the way, we should. Smell I was MF. The just like um, big alt base. that misses everything is that way you miss <laughs> <laughs> that you invested uh, five yeah. gold into. <laughs> Yes, part of the fantasy. Um, ten to twelve exactly. uh, for Lucian spell base shots. Lucian attack damage ratio going from 0 0.25, 0 0.3.5 to 0.345. Um, and Olaf spell attack speed bonus one hundred one fifty to three hundred to one hundred one fifty to four fifty. So yes. berserkers get eighteen some help. eighteen axes getting the buff. Yep, Yorick gets his own thing. Getting a small, actually uh, bigger than that, uh, health buff, uh, 800 to 850. His starting total mana is moving from 075 to 085. And his gill health is going to be 5800 to 2000 to 5700 2000. So a nerf uh, yep. to rank two. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a rank three Yorick. 
No. I think I've had one in game night before. Um, the tier five I, I game, master Yi attack speed going from one to one point one. Um, I I gotta like I gotta tweet more or something like just be like what are what what what's the decision behind this kind of one point one? Um, one. because that's bigger than the point zero five we've gotten. Um, mm-hmm. and, and twice more, as if big. You hear this when you hear it. If you could tag me, that'd be awesome because it's something that I've always been super curious about. Where these like in regular League of Legends, where they add like three yeah. armor or take away two movement speed. Um, what the kind of difference is for these things? Um, uh, I, I w- starting. I would like to point ahead. out that Mort did do a uh, a rundown video on his stream and on YouTube that he probably addressed us in. And by that, oh, I mean yeah, I know he, he did. It. So. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Well, I will. Uh, I will make sure to have him still tag me because that's <laughs> um, yeah. if i'm being completely honest with you uh it's a question i'm sure he gets a lot so i'm sure he's got a nice answer uh and then lux tier is spell damage is going to be getting nerfed at level one going from 600 to 550 and that's all the champs so what do you want to talk about my friends i want to talk Why? about what wonder Mello wants to talk about that's what i want to talk about <laughs> Why did um why did Zed get a buff? Why? Why did he need it? He's already insanely good. Uh, I mean, he's can be good. I've been having like I've been having the experience of like, oh, I've got summoners, but I don't have assassins, or I don't have like electric and I don't have perfect Zed items, and I have a level one mm-hmm. Zed, and I'm just like uh, this feels so bad, and also I Zed know, feels right? it's kind of like a bait. So, I mean, the, the, this is one of the cool things um, about the way that mana works in TFT is that mm-hmm. it's a small buff. So all that this mana buff does is increase his very first alt. It will increase mm-hmm. the chance or increase the speed at which he gets his first alt by, um, I mean, by fifty percent, but. Uh, it's not going to like long game. It's not going to have any impact. Mm. Like after you get the first alt, it has no change on the game other than the fact that you're getting it a little bit earlier, but well, and something we talked about before was fantasy, right? And I think Zed was failing on his fantasy of getting a bunch of Zeds out there more so than like a Mumu who's fulfilling it perfectly, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, and I feel like it's, maybe even a little safer to just not stack as many items on him now because you at least my thinking was why would he need this when if you're running inside you're usually gonna stack all the mana and the health regen items on him anyway so Mm. maybe he won't need all three items on him now if he's actually gonna get at least one all off right well i mean you think about electric right you got your orn in there you got your volibear and you got your lux in there right yeah and, if you're uh, able to get that i haven't seen electric with, as much with, with orn with orn having like that 10 seconds right mm, <laughs> i'm just saying true. maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe orn's gonna stuff. come back this patch and be the strong <laughs> maybe three <laughs> people will know what his ult does um <laughs> instead of the two um uh, beforehand but uh, I'm excited to see. I, I think that kind of all goes. Electric is something that I think some people have forgotten about, just like yeah. straight up. Mm-hmm. I so, have. <laughs> um, a buff to a buff to Zed, a buff to Ward is going to inherently be buff to Electric since both of yeah. them are already that way. Um, but we'll. <laughs> I always love caveating everything I say, but but we'll see. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll see. Um, I do like, uh, or I did see Mort in one of his last streams uh, get the full-fledged light lux, or sorry, not light lux, electric lux with Zed, and I think it was, <gasps> or, or no, it was Volley. No, it was, the, okay, I think it was the same game that he exploited a bug on stream with Volibear, <laughs> uh, which was pretty hilarious to to see him do. But uh, there was a bug on PBE where if you put um, Death Cap on Volibear for mm-hmm. some reason, it would extend the range of his alt to infinite. So he would just he would get his first alt and he would bite. And then if he killed, which he would, because it's dealing so much damage with the, with the uh, Death Cap, he would bite and then he would target the next closest thing, bite and then bite and then bite. And then and like it would it would be like a machine gun, like crunch, 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 dead rounds over. Like it was it was actually hilarious. And he posted a video on it. You guys should check that out on more cha- dogs channel. Um, but it, it is a bug that was on PBE. So uh, it um, it's it's not going to be there. So don't don't try that. Don't try this at home. Um <laughs> Last bit of the patch here is just the bug fixes. Uh, multiple Titans resolve no longer uh, are no longer multiplicative. Inferno should no longer proc spell shields like Trap Claw. Cogmaw's living artillery can no longer hit untargetable units. LeBlanc and Yasuo now properly <laughs> deal spell Shut damage up. to champions of Quicksilver. And Karma can now target untargetables with her shield and link uh, Zephyr. And Soulbound. So now your uh, dead Lucian can still get Karmud. <laughs> <laughs> your frontlining Lucian. Yes. Um, yeah, I think overall, like, uh, I'm happy with where the game's at right now, right? I mean, I've been I've been win streaking, so why not? And <laughs> um, uh, these changes outside of like the, it's cool that they get to move away from these champion changes a little bit more and lean more into mechanical changes, like focusing on Carousel, because I've always wondered what the percentage of effort was right all right so we've got our items and macro people and we've got our champions and micro people mm-hmm. where are we really going to start you know fiddling with the numbers the most and i think they've done a really good job with the champions this set so now they can really focus in on making the grander scheme of things feel even more balanced than what the beginning of this patch was before everyone got kind of on the hate light train mm-hmm. yes <laughs> yeah i'm i'm very much welcoming to the more gameplay mechanical changes at the end of the past because as we know things are winding down they're going to change soon so putting in these little experimental things like no uh original spat on carousel Mm -hmm. and these different um different little changes to how light works such as yorick i think is a really smart thing to do because you're going to go into an oh worlds within set three and doing these things at the end is the perfect time to do it yep i i agree definitely a good not not like a lame duck type of thing where it's i like, was literally just thinking that Blake. that's so crazy <laughs> <laughs> mitch mcconnell's face just popped into my mind and i was like lame duck oh yeah this is the <laughs> this is the uh political segment of little legends i'm podcast. sorry i'm We're... sorry that's what happened right so, uh, yeah anyway go ahead uh i actually wanted to bring in our guest actually uh <laughs> senator mitch mcconnell welcome to the show <laughs> 
I thought that was Franklin. Hello, hello Booper and Bluffers. I've been playing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Never mind. The greatest TFT play. Okay, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. That'll be bonus content for a game night or something. I'll do a political game or something. Something <laughs> stupid. Um, Trump playing TFT would be hilarious, Trump- no, matter who, no matter who you are. Ooh. Sub goal, uh, Patreon goal. Uh, we'll see. Um, but that's going to be it for there. Um, like I mentioned before, we do have a new iTunes review. This one is from Lowering Glenn on Apple Podcasts. Uh, they gave a five-star review titled Terrific Podcast, saying, listening all the way from Sweden, and I'm enjoying the show every week. Huge shout-outs to Lowering Glenn. Thank you so Huge much. Huge shout-outs to Sweden, man. To, to Sweden. Just, just Sweden. Great, uh, great Overwatch World Cup team. Uh, just great, great country in general. Um, <laughs> just, just a, just a great, great just country. A good place. Just, a, just all around. You know, there are people, places, good country. Good. Yeah, this is a good country. Uh, um, okay, but yes, thank you so much for that, uh, Lauren, Glenn, and uh, guys. Again. If you're listening to this on iTunes or Apple Podcast or whatever podcast platform, if you could do us a favor, leave an iTunes review. If you get the chance, it really does help out a ton, and it only costs you time. And I've wasted, we've wasted an hour and a half of your time already. What's another? What's another few minutes to go? Leave one. Um, but uh, yes, so I know, and I'm sorry we've skipped this for the last couple of weeks. We've. I mean, last week we had no. The only excuse from last week is that I didn't have show notes made at all because we went full experimental. But we've been busy before. <laughs> we've got a little bit of time. We got a couple of uh, screenshots of your guys's winning builds um, from the Discord again. Discord.me/slash/legendspodcast. Make sure you are posting in the post your comp anytime you get a win. It's a great habit to get in because I swear it's going to be more of a habit getting these comps especially when set three comes out because we'll be wanting to look at what's actually good so we can do it um <laughs> but we had one here from relfling and this is a good old-fashioned 18 axes i have not seen this actually pulled off yet <laughs> tier three olaf with an rfc a hush and a uh guardian angel and then obviously the full suite of berserkers it's got a set i like the uh, <laughs> uh death blade on singed yeah why not yeah <laughs> why not i love that i, I love that yeah um is this also uh relfling on the right no the, na- the no 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 the oh, next oh, one, oh, oh, okay. the next yeah, one okay, okay. quite possibly okay. the best name i've ever seen Okay. Yes. Do, you want, um, do you want to read it? Because okay, um, this would be a really great name for a drag queen. Just gonna yeah, put that out there. True. true. Um, uh, Twerkules. Not Twerkules. It's Twerkules. 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 A Q lash. Uh, okay, you've twerkules. now had. You've now officially had your Q lash. Twerkules. <laughs> I get paid to say things on camera um first place <laughs> nice. it's gonna be your good old uh ocean mountain um actually no this is this uh, is a uh, there yeah, this, this is what we call uh oh no this is ocean map so yeah no it's full full-blown ocean i was thinking wow. uh, i was thinking it was uh is there mages yeah it's ocean mages with with brand and mm-hmm. uh 
I was thinking that there's Inferno here, and of course we uh, call the Inferno Ocean Mages the uh, the the Moist Mages. Just <laughs> moist. moist. That word. It's mo- no. <laughs> I can't. And that's exactly why it's called that, is because it elicits that response. <laughs> uh moist mages Uh, wait um (laughs) okay so twerkules twerkules by god twerkules is the greatest name ever and we blew it i'm sorry we're sorry twerkules please uh forgive us you you are the hero uh twerk is a hero um next one here is from Bettitz, uh who's got a good old-fashioned poison it po- actually this is not good old fa- oh no no i guess it is this is rangers yeah, this is the yeah, rangers. Poison oh, Ranger. yeah poison ranger we talked about this the comp on the last show true yeah it's a good one it's a uh it is a definitely a goodie um and then the last one here is, uh, I think this might actually be our resident pro player um, submitted uh, this one. Uh, this one's from me. <laughs> with, with the uh, uh, Assassin Summoners build, which, I mean, this isn't, so A, uh, this is the, um, this is the Kha'Zix carry build that, um, AKA the Sphinx, the new Sphinx build. Ever since Blender died, he had to make a new Blender, and that's the Kha'Zix build, uh, which I stole and then built into uh, Summoner Assassins for the first time ever, because I've never been able to make that comp work until this game. And then it, it all of a sudden clicked. Um, <laughs> so, like, the Assassin. Two Star Z's going to help. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if Sphinx wants us uh, spoiling his comp, but uh, <laughs> too bad, buddy. It's happening now. It's the Kha'Zix with Bloodthirster. Um, let's see, what is it? It's Bloodthirster, uh, QSS, and, oh, oh, Infinity Edge. That's what it is. That's, that's oh, the ultimate Kha'Zix co- uh, build. It, it's he's really coming good. for you now. He's really going to get you for spilling the secret sauce. What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, t- what are you doing? Uh, spilling all my beans, buddy. Gonna, <laughs> gonna Michael Epps in the chat. Mike, can we get some Michael Epps in the chat? For <laughs> I still the, haven't gotten a shirt yet. For the con- <laughs> Michael Michael F, you got to hit me up with with the required details. Yes. Hit up Boop so you can get your shirt, please, Sphinx, please. (laughs) Um, But that is going to bring us to the end of the show. Wonder Mellow, thank you so much for being on the show. Where can people find you? Sell out, shout out, plug, whatever you'd like right now. The floor is yours. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me today, Blevins and Boop. This was a really, really fun night. Uh, if you're enjoying my content or want to find out more about me, I stream at Twitch on twitch.tv slash Wondermellow. I'm also on Twitter at the same username. And then Instagram, I go Wondermellow underscore because apparently someone took Wondermellow on Instagram. And, uh, and how, I, I just got to How much would you be willing to, to pay territory. for that? Uh, maybe I know that per... No, I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> A dollar. <laughs> I also... Uh, Sold! <laughs> on uh wonder mellow as well as well as i'm a tiktoker because wow I'm true the zoomer. zoomer true i'm a zoomer. true zoomer energy 1998 let's go represent y'all so you y'all say 1998 yes wow you are i am almost 10 years you older are than you. younger than pikachu just putting that up <laughs> yes i am yeah pugman yellow came out the same year i believe pokemon yellow Oh my goodness! Most underrated Pokemon <laughs> game, um, but man, I remember oh, no, being disappointed in Yellow when I when I first got it, and being able to compare Red and Blue against it. 
<laughs> remember, remember all of this. Yeah. Anyway, uh, age is just a number. Yeah, yes. and uh, and a very very important thing in everyday life. But uh, that's going to be it. <laughs> leaving us on some depressing news. But what's really de- what's really not depressing is that we're that much closer to next week's show. <laughs> so thank you everyone for listening. Make sure you follow Wonder Mellow. We'll have uh, the links to her stuff in the description below. If you didn't catch it right there, you can also follow us. Follow the show on Twitter at LIL Legends Pod on Twitter. Most important place for you to go, discord.me slash little legends podcast. That's where the community lives. That's where game night is. That's where all of our links and everything is. That's where all of the cool people hang out. Um and where it's all that's where it's all happening. So uh without uh I don't know. I got I got nothing else. Boop, where can people find you so we can end this show and put me out of my misery? <laughs> Uh, well at least pretend you like doing it um oh, i love doing it at- but i'm so sad that it's over that i have to- um uh, at Booposaurus rex on twitter i have uh contacted twitch to see if i can get Booposaurus on twitch there's <laughs> one because i'm Booposaurus on twitch and i just yes. can't remember any of my necessary security questions so once that gets going i'll be starting my stream up here soon hopefully within the next couple weeks i think you should um, which is what i said last week boobasaurus boobasaurus 6969 my ptr account and uh it's my husband's favorite username Ooh. Uh, yeah but he doesn't know about the gluten-free copy pasta and also no. about moist mages he doesn't know anything about that. <gasps> <laughs> um, but yeah, Appusaurus Rex, twitter.com. Uh, and uh, please hit us up. We love to be involved in the community. And so if you just want to chat, hit us up. My uh, DMs are open. Yes, 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 yes. Make sure you do that. You can find me on Twitter at the underscore Blevins or on the Discord. Just, just go there. The Discord's the place to be. But that is going to be it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. For Wonder Mellow, for Boop, I'm Blevins, and we'll see you guys next week. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough. And the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you. So you can always depend on us. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.